Here we go. You are listening to Open Mic Friday on Law and Gospel on this December the 17th in the year of our Lord, 2021. We're one week away from Christmas Eve. Yesterday on Law and Gospel, we had a survey about how many Christians who attend church on a regular basis do not really believe that Jesus existed before the virgin birth. And we went through passages to show that we can find Jesus not only at the beginning of the foundation of the world because he created everything, but also throughout the whole Old Testament. In fact, that's that wonderful passages that Jesus spoke about on the road to Emmaus. Lengthy Bible study with the two disciples explaining to them where Jesus was throughout the Old Testament and helping them to understand the necessity of his crucifixion and resurrection. But surprisingly, wow, 40% of the people weren't sure that Jesus existed prior to his incarnation. He, of course, did. What we're dealing with is, well, everyday knowledge that people have about the Bible that is contrary to Scripture. And we're going to take a look at another survey today that came across uh, in the email just yesterday. It's a survey about whether or not people think that the virus has made them rethink the existence of God. So I first of all want to say what are the questions that were asked. The first one was, do you believe in God? Then they had yes, no, or no answer. And if they believed in God, which of these statements came closer to their views? I believe in God as described in the Bible. I do not believe in God as described in the Bible, but I believe there is some other higher power or spiritual force in the universe and no answer. So there were a number of situations and questions in the survey and it went to a few thousand people in the United States of America. So let's kind of look at some of their answers. Number one, do you believe in God or a higher power? 91% said yes. But then do you believe in God as described in the Bible? 57% said yes, but we will recall from previous surveys that of that 57%, only 3% have a biblical view of reality. There are a lot of people who are, well, attending churches that think they are Christian, the church, but they are not, like Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons, even Muslims, etc., And then of that 50% who believe in God as described in the Bible, they don't believe 
he did the miracles of crossing the Red Sea or creation in six 24-hour days or many of the other items that Jesus was said to have done, including resurrection from the dead. I myself had a professor at the seminary I attended that was prior to the big breakup at the seminary, and the professor did not believe that Jesus rose from the dead physically. He rose spiritually. His body was still in the grave, and I remember he asked me in class what would happen to my faith if they found the bones of Jesus in a grave. And I replied, oh, nothing, because they'll never find the bones of Jesus. They may think they found the bones of Jesus, but it would be a trick of the devil. So it didn't bother me because the Bible is pretty, pretty clear. Now, even though 91% believe in God or some higher power, 9% do not believe in God or even a higher power. Now, that could mean atheists, that there is no God, but it's something to think about. So, the coronavirus outbreak and other recent tragedies, like the tornado in Kentucky, and we even had people die in Illinois, at an Amazon store have caused some people to think about big questions such as the meaning of life, whether there's any purpose to suffering, and why terrible things happen to people. So in the last year, the question was, how much, if at all, have you personally thought about these kinds of questions? And 61% said a lot, or at least some. That was divided with 23% of people in the United States think a lot about whether they have any purpose with God with that coronavirus. And 38% say, yeah, I think some of it. But surprisingly to me, 39% did not think much at all about this question. In fact, 26% said, I haven't thought that much about it. And 14% said, not at all. So you get wondering, if they're not thinking about it or not much at all, why do people think terrible things happen to people through no apparent fault of their own. And that certainly would be like a tornado or the virus. 35% have this answer. Life happens. So that's just part of life. 13% says it's God's will that these things happen because God enables bad things. Now, I can understand if they're talking about a tornado or if they're talking about other weather phenomena that God works in mysterious ways, 1% says. 
and 3% said God permits consequences of free will. 2% say, no, God allows these things as a test as to how you are related to God. 8% said it's due to sin, namely the sinful nature of humanity and our fallen nature, or it could be due to evil people, evil systems, or 1% said Satan or evil spirits. Now, there's no doubt that we live in a sinful world. If you had been in the Garden of Eden, there would be no tornadoes, no hurricanes, no fires, no bad weather. So to some degree, because sin brought a deterioration of the whole universe, not just humanity, bad things happen. And there's no doubt that Satan at times is quite evident. 8% of the people said it was due to the free will of man. Now, what are they talking about? How could a tornado be due to the free will of man? Well, you keep hearing, we used to hear about uh, horrible warnings of temperature rising, this kind of thing. Now, at times, it becomes very, very cold, so they now call it climate change. And they would believe that because we're not taking care of the environment properly, these storms are occurring at a more frequent rate. And therefore, 8% believe it's due to the free will of man. Only 6% of those survey believe people or systems are to blame. That is, there are flawed qualities in people or in society. Now, 4% believe that these things occur in order that there can be growth in our life as a life lesson, and we get to understand the difference between good and bad. Now, 28% don't really have any reason at all why God allows these things. We in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, when a tragedy happens in a family, we pastors do not explain why that tragedy happened if it was not due to some sin on their part. Like, for example, if one of our members is in a car accident, but they were drinking and they were inebriated, well, that kind of explains the reason for the accident. But if they got hit by somebody who was inebriated and they were driving carefully, then we tend not to explain because we don't know God's mind in a lot of these things. If you read the New Testament, Jesus had explanations for a lot of things that the disciples did not understand at first. So we believe, teach, and confess that God does have a reason 
for allowing these things to happen. But we may not realize that reason until after the day of judgment and we are in heaven. Now, how about are people sad when they see those who are suffering? 62% say they are always sad. 31% said sometimes. 5% said rarely. 1% says never. They're never sad when they see these things happening. Now, is there a desire to help those who are suffering? 40% says yes. Often there's a desire to help them. Whereas 51%, sometimes there's a desire. Now, we can understand that. If, for example, one of our churches, well, a tornado hits it, the entire Lutheran Church Missouri Synod has a group that goes out and tries to help the congregation with the rebuilding of the church, supplying money, and quite a bit of money is given for tragedies. And it doesn't have to be a Lutheran church. Haiti, we received a lot of money to help those in Haiti after terrible storms. But that's only 51% sometimes. Now, when something bad happens, how many people believe that that's the way God is saying, you need to make changes in your own life so you don't end up in a similar situation? 20% says that is their thinking very often. 51% says that is their thinking sometimes. So they see a situation, and perhaps maybe it's a friend of theirs who was in a car accident because he was speeding over the speed limit, and so they begin to think, I better be a more careful driver. But those who think that they have to change their life, only 20% believe that when they see something happen. How about the need to tune out of the news because it's just too much to take. 48% in the survey don't listen to the news anymore because it's just too negative. 24% do it often and 20% do it rarely. So we begin to understand what we're dealing with in a congregation because Christians are included in these individuals. In fact, I did not even know that there was a tornado in Kentucky until my wife told me a couple of days after. I don't read the newspaper. I let her take out things that are of religious nature for me, just too much time because I'm busy with doing sermons for four congregations, as well as being ready on the radio for whatever I need to do each day. So in a sense, I don't listen too much 
to news. I have people who phone me and say, do you know what the president of the United States just said? I said, no, what do you say? And then they'll tell me. So I'm kind of in that group that often don't listen to the news uh, because it's just too negative. Next question. Do you believe in God or a higher power? Angry with God for allowing so much suffering. Now, this kind of surprised me. 46% sometimes are angry with God for allowing too much suffering, whereas 12% are often angry with God. I've already mentioned how many Reformed Jews are considering themselves to be atheists because of the Holocaust. They're so angry that something like that happened. They can't get their minds to believe, therefore, there is a God who has power, who is almighty, and who is in control of these things. So they would be included in that group who sometimes believe that God is angry and he allows suffering. How many are thankful for the good things in your own life? 71% say they are thankful. But of course, Thanksgiving is not a particular Christian holiday, although we certainly have worship services on it. But it is a holiday that is enjoyed by many people in the United States and even by agnostics and those who don't believe in the God of the Bible. They still can be thankful for what they have received. And so the 71% doesn't mean they're thankful for the good things in their life because they're Christian. No, they're thankful because that's just part of being in the United States of America. Now, how many people are happy if the person seems to have deserved the suffering they get? Only 10% say they are often happy when they see that occur. 24% say sometimes, but 34% say rarely, and 31% say never. So you've got 65% who rarely or never are happy when somebody gets what they deserve. They may have done some kind of sin and they end up in jail. Well, 65% are not happy about that, but sometimes 24% are. And so that's interesting because it shows the attitude if people have suffering occurring in their life. All right. Some people have struggled to make sense of their belief in God and the fact that suffering exists in the world. How well does each of the following reflect their views? First view is 
most of the suffering in the world comes from the actions of people, not from God. Now, that surprised me. That was 48% said they really agree with that. And somewhat agreed with that was 40%. So 88% believe that suffering in the world comes from the actions of people. That would be environmentalists who think that a lot of the storms are due to what people are saying or thinking or doing. How about God chooses not to stop the suffering in the world because it is part of a larger plan? 24% agreed with that, and 32% somewhat agreed with it. So you had over a majority of the people, 55%, who do consider that suffering in the world that God permits is part of a larger plan of his. And we pastors definitely would be in that situation. It doesn't matter what suffering happens to you as a Christian, because Romans 8, 28 makes it clear that all things will work together to your good. So obviously there is a bigger or larger plan behind the suffering. Take the greatest suffering in the world, and that was Jesus Christ on the cross. Was there a larger plan than that a man from Nazareth was crucified? Yes. That's what we're going to be celebrating at Christmas. Oh, yes, we're celebrating the birth of Jesus. But as I often put up on the sign outside the church, he was born in order to die. So, how many think the suffering in the world is an indication that there is no God? Only 4% said that's true, whereas 64% didn't agree with that at all, that there is no God. Now, that doesn't mean that people don't leave the church that talks about God because the God they talk about may be the false God, uh, the devil, and so they still believe there's a higher power. They just don't believe that when they suffer, that means there is no higher power. Next one. Sometimes the suffering in the world makes me doubt that God is all-powerful. That was a surprise to me that only 5% agree with that, whereas 82% do not question God's power, even when they see suffering in the world. The next one. Sometimes the suffering in the world makes me doubt that God is entirely loving and kind. Only 5% agree with that, whereas 82% do not disagree that God is loving and kind even when they see suffering. Now, that's kind of pretty good. 
and shows how much you know, of importance is the Christian faith. Finally, Satan is responsible for most of the suffering in the world. 48% believe that is true all the time or some of the time, whereas only 50% believe that that's not true. Now, that could be because they don't believe Satan exists. But we know that the Bible teaches clearly that temptation never comes from God, but it does come for what? From what? Well, from the world, the flesh, and Satan. So I would say that whether Satan is responsible for most of the suffering, if you ask someone like Job, well, the answer would be yes. Most of his suffering was due to Satan trying to show God that Job would lose his faith if he suffered. But in other situations, Satan may not be part of the suffering in the world. And therefore, that's why you have a low percentage of people who believe that Satan is responsible for most of the suffering in the world. Now, last question. How much of the suffering in the world do you think is a punishment from God? Now, you got to remember, everybody, every adult that has been questioned in the poll, they were punished by their parents for things that they did. So what's the percentage of people who think that suffering is a punishment from God? And the answer was 4% believe all or most of it is a punishment from God. 20% say some of it. I would say that the consequences of sin definitely can be considered as a punishment. Remember when Israel made a golden calf? God then took care of them by having an earthquake come and devour a lot of them because of their unbelief. But 74% of people did not think that God punishes us through suffering, either just a very little or none at all. The reason this survey is important, it helps a pastor to put together a sermon because he has many of these people in his congregation and where they don't agree with the Bible, it's time to help them understand the Bible's point of view. See you Monday. God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check out to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod.